Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, September 23rd. U.S. equities tumbled, with the Dow hitting its lowest level of the year earlier today as several central banks across the globe persisted in aggressively tightening monetary policy this week. Investors continue to digest Wednesday's third straight 75 basis point rate hike from the Fed, as well as rate increases from the Bank of England and Swiss National Bank. Markets also contended with a host of manufacturing and services PMIs globally, with activity in the eurozone hitting a 27-month low, while U.S. activity unexpectedly increased. News on the equity front was light, as shares of Costco Wholesale declined after its better-than-expected earnings were overshadowed by a decline in gross margins. Treasury yields were mixed, and the U.S. dollar rallied to fresh multi-decade highs. On the other hand, crude oil and gold prices tumbled. Asia finished broadly lower, and Europe saw widespread losses, with the recent monetary policy actions across the globe continuing to weigh on sentiment. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 486 points, or 1.6%, to 29,590. The S&P 500 Index fell 65 points, or 1.7%, to 3,693. And the Nasdaq Composite went down 199 points, or 1.8%, to 10,868. In moderate volume, 5.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares also changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $4.75 to $78.74 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $30.20 to $1,650.90 per ounce, and the dollar index rallied 1.7% to 113.01. Markets ended noticeably lower for the week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 4%, the S&P 500 dropped 4.7%, and the Nasdaq Composite tumbled 5.1%. In equity news on Friday, Costco Wholesale Corporation, ticker symbol COST, reported a fiscal fourth quarter profit of $4.20 per share, above the $4.17 fact-set estimate. Revenues rose 15% year-over-year to $72.10 billion, modestly surpassing the $72.04 billion estimate as it saw strong demand for fresh food, candy, and fuel despite the rise in inflation. Same-store sales at the membership-only retail chain rose 13.7% year-over-year, matching estimates, and membership fee income increased on a 6% year-over-year rise in subscribers. However, the company's gross margins were squeezed amid higher freight and labor costs due to the increased pricing pressures and continued supply chain disruptions. Shares are lower. The S&P 500 index has pulled back as of late, with inflation pressures persisting and forcing the Fed to aggressively tighten monetary policy, as discussed in the article titled Stock Market Volatility, Inflation Strikes Again. Meanwhile, Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her latest article titled Earnings, Trampled Underfoot, how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research.
In economic news on Friday, the preliminary S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for September unexpectedly increased to 51.8 from August's unrevised 51.5 figure and versus estimates for a slight decrease to 51.1. The preliminary S&P Global U.S. Services PMI Index also surprised to the upside as the key U.S. sector in September rose to 49.2 compared to expectations of a modest gain to 45 from August's 43.7 figure. The manufacturing PMI moved further into expansion territory, while the services PMI remained in contraction territory, with 50 being the demarcation point between the two zones. Treasury yields were mixed as the yield on the two-year note rose 7 basis points to 4.20%, the yield on the 10-year note ticked 1 basis point lower to 3.69%, and the 30-year bond rate declined 3 basis points to 3.61%. Bond yields have jumped as of late, and the U.S. dollar continued to rally to fresh multi-decade highs after the Fed hiked rates by 75 basis points for a third straight meeting on Wednesday. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses the Fed's decision in her latest article titled, With Inflation Offsides, the Fed Keeps Hiking, which included downgraded economic growth forecasts and an increased unemployment rate outlook as inflation remains the central bank's primary concern. She also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe saw broad-based losses, as the global markets continued to react to Wednesday's monetary policy decision from the Fed, which announced a third straight 75 basis point rate hike. The decision was followed yesterday by a 50 basis point increase from the Bank of England and a 75 basis point rise from the Swiss National Bank, moves that were widely expected and ending an era of negative rates for the latter. Earlier this week, Sweden's central bank surprised the markets with a 100 basis point rate increase. Inflation pressures have forced central banks to get aggressive with monetary policies, and stocks in Europe have been choppy lately amid concerns over economic growth, which have been amplified by the continued volatility in the energy markets amid the persistent war in Ukraine. Concerns have been further exacerbated after Russian President Vladimir Putin mobilized more troops and reiterated his threat to use nuclear weapons. Economic news in the region added to the negative sentiment, with a first look at manufacturing activity in the Eurozone showing a 27-month low in activity. The UK manufacturing PMI increased more than expected, but remained in contraction territory. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA notes in his latest article titled, Home is Where the Inflation Is, how central banks that base inflation measures on rentals rather than home prices may persist in hiking rates, thus applying more economic breaks despite easing home sales. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The British pound plunged versus the U.S. dollar in the wake of the release of the new U.K. government's economic plan that includes the largest tax cuts since 1972, as well as incentives for businesses, while the euro was also lower against the greenback. Bond yields in the eurozone were higher, while rates in the U.K. surged. The UK FTSE 100 index and Germany's DAX index declined 2%. France's CAC 40 index fell 2.3%. Spain's IBEX 35 index dropped 2.5%. 
Switzerland's Swiss market index moved 1.6% lower, and Italy's FTSE MIB index plummeted 3.4%. Stocks in Asia finished broadly lower, with the global markets remaining uneasy following this week's rate hike announcements from central banks across the globe, led by the Fed in the U.S., which delivered a third straight 75 basis point rate hike and signaled further aggressive increases were likely in the offing. Global monetary policies have tightened, with the Bank of England and the Swiss National Bank both raising their benchmark interest rates yesterday. However, the Bank of Japan and China's central bank have bucked the trend, with the latter loosening policy to try to boost the world's second-largest economy that has also been hampered by the impact of COVID-related lockdowns, regulatory crackdowns, real estate issues, and elevated geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A, Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. China's Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.7%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 1.2%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index fell 1.7%, and South Korea's Kospi index declined 1.8%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index led to the downside, falling 1.9% and to its lowest level since July after returning to action following yesterday's holiday. Markets in Japan were closed for a holiday. On the week in review, the U.S. equity markets posted solid weekly losses for a second week in the wake of the Federal Open Market Committee's decision to raise the target for its Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for a third consecutive time. The move was widely expected, but the committee also upped its projections for what it sees for the path of future rate increases, known as the quote-unquote dots plot, to indicate an additional 125 basis points by year-end, and for the benchmark rate to peak at 4.6% by the end of 2023, well above earlier projections. Remarks by Chairman Powell following the announcement solidified expectations that the Federal Open Market Committee will remain ultra-aggressive when he noted that the committee wants to see clear evidence that inflation is moving back toward its goal and that the move so far can be viewed, quote, at the lowest level of restriction, end quote, currently. As a result, Treasury yields soared, particularly on the short end of the curve, and the U.S. dollar continued to rally, hitting fresh 20-year highs. Next week's economic calendar will be robust and include more data on the housing front, courtesy of new home sales, pending home sales, as well as the weekly look at mortgage applications. A peek at the all-important consumer is also on tap, with the Conference Board's September Consumer Confidence Index, the final read on consumer sentiment from the University of Michigan, and personal income and spending slated for release. Other reports of note include the advanced goods trade balance, initial jobless claims for the week ended September 24th, the final look on second quarter GDP, and regional manufacturing reports out of the Richmond, Dallas, and Chicago regions. The international calendar next week will also bring reports that could shape global stock action. Reports worth a mention include Australia's credit data, Japan's leading index trade balance and industrial production, China's manufacturing and services PMIs, the Eurozone's consumer and business confidence, along with German CPI, the IFO Business Climate Survey, and consumer confidence. Additionally, we will get the UK's GDP and lending statistics. 
That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, September 23rd.